0: You are now tuning into the Clean Version Show.
1: Yo, 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 you already know what's cracking.
0: Ha!
1: <laughs> Kyle. No, you wild for that.
0: Oh, I have to cut that out.
1: Now I'm confused. Are we going?
0: Yeah, we're recording
1: okay say less it's your boy what's cracking c-i-double-z while we back at it again with another
0: episode we're here clean version show episode number four thank you for sticking around with us
1: let's go ahead and give a rundown of the past three episodes like a quick conclusion like the titles <laughs> you testing me yeah because i don't remember the name of the title <laughs> but <laughs> yeah let's one. give them a rundown man first and foremost Thank you for having me on the show again, Miss B. Y'all see that the vibes is different, due to who, Miss B. And uh, you know we got the microphone, the equipment, the MacBook, due to who? You fucking guessed it, Miss B. And, and fam. And fam. So, uh, man, we back at it again. But yeah, let's let's let the people know if they're jumping in at episode four. And they didn't listen to episode 1, 2, 3. Mm-hmm. What did we cover?
0: All right. Well, if you are newly joining us, we have so far did an intro to me and my background, and we have dived into the Lifestyle Series, where we spoke about art, um, fashion, in the last episode. And today, we're here to talk about music. All together. Lifestyle Series.
1: Yes, ma'am. You need to put those glasses on. Those is fresh. My LEDs. What are they called? They're my LED glasses. LEDs. Ooh. Blue light, blue light, whatever. Yeah, tell me, tell me, tell me. She don't look cute as hell right now. Hello, librarian. Librarian. But look, Hacker. family home coming in upstairs right now. What's cracking, oh, y'all? You hear the garage? Yes, ma'am. Oh. Um. Boom. But ladies and gentlemen, like she said, we're gonna be talking about you know music, and the integration of music into Batel's life, and she always laughs when I say her full name, and I never know if it's because I say it wrong, or if she just thinks it's funny, and so, oh. damn, that's actually tragic, <laughs> that's, I'm kind of hurt right now, but oh. by myself, not by you, because it's I should know, though. it's not cute, y'all, that's not cute, if it's 10 months in, I ain't know how to say I'm your name, i right?
0: like, I, I was, I, I, I respond to boss. <laughs> You know. Boom. All right. Well, is like it's is like I don't know.
1: You know. Well, boss. Uh Let's double back. You already know how it goes if you've listened to episode one, two, three. We kind of start at the the origins when she was a young bull. So let's talk about music and and your early life in music. Like, what is your earliest memory? Of music being introduced into your life, whether it's listening in the radio in Israel, like at three years old, or like whatever it might be, what's your earliest memory? Um,
0: my dad was a promoter. It's kind of crazy to me. Um, for like events, and he would bring in like top Ethiopian musicians to Israel, and he brought, uh, one of the biggest, Estelle Awoka. She's actually family. So that was just hella gangster, you know.
1: That is for, hella gangster, You know? <laughs> and if you knew who her pops was, you'd also be like, I can't imagine that, but that is fly. If you look at old photos of him, you can kind of imagine yeah. it. For sure.
0: Fly as hell, you know, on the scene, making shit happen.
1: You know, is there, like, from your memory when you were in Israel last, is there, like, a lot of Ethiopians there? So, like, in your neighborhood growing up, was there, like, hella Ethiopians?
0: Like a mix. Nothing crazy.
1: Good mix. Good mix.
0: Yeah, at that time, most, like, most Ethiopian communities were really concentrated, like, in Lud, That's, like, one major one. Leishon. Just, like... Some pockets, you know.
1: I just ask, cause like, if your pops brings, you know, a huge Ethiopian artist to Israel, I'm just wondering, like, was there an audience for that? Absolutely. And so that's 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 why I yeah, asked. Yeah, we
0: we were deep in there, yeah, but not to say that we were all in the same neighborhood. But I did have a lot of family members in my neighborhood, yeah.
1: I love that. So your pops, your earliest memory of music is your pops, really, and him being yeah, like, like
0: bringing in people and like. He also performed at a theater. He had a theater at a point. So there was just always, like, kind of productions Mm -hmm. happening around. And, yeah.
1: I love it. I love it. Do you have any, like, early artists that you really, like, favor? Like, that you remember, like, oh, when I was six, I was bumping this. When I was eight, I was bumping this.
0: There was, like, I think there was first Sarit Khadad, who's just, like, major. And it, at that point, comparable to that was like Brittany mm-hmm. for def- for completely different reasons. But I remember like, there were Israeli musicians that had influenced me and then there were Ethiopian artists that my parents were listening to. Um, and then when we got cable, we were able to like watch MTV and see music overseas you know and that was really cool and that's when Destiny's Childs was out and Aaliyah and Shakira so I remember being excited about this music but not even understanding what is being said you know (sighs) um and yeah and then I I did a little bit piano when I was a kid too so that was fun it's like to kind of have music and have like a little Keyboard at home and that was nice. So shout out to my parents for
1: Introducing that into your mind. I love it. And like MT, y'all wanna know something funny? It's actually not funny, y'all probably gonna be mad at me for this, but I thought Destiny's child was one individual.
0: You lied. I
1: thought it was one artist.
0: Until when?
1: Yeah, like three years ago. Some 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 reason. I was definitely in my twenties. When someone told me, I know, right? And it's funny because I was definitely like, you know, once I found out that it wasn't one individual, I like went back and started watching music videos, and I was like, I definitely remember these music videos, but I didn't remember it being Destiny's Child. So when <laughs> people was like Destiny's Child, I'm like, that sounds like a dope artist. What was Destiny's last name? Was it Child? <laughs> you Man. know
0: Beyonce.
1: No, see, I knew, I knew the songs. Uh-huh. I knew the songs, and I remember the videos when I went and go watch. Yeah, I know all that You know what I'm saying Calandria, Michelle like I don't remember the Calandria But Michelle oh, for sure. Oh, okay Kelly Rowling. Uh-huh Okay, I
0: yeah
1: I um, So, So, yeah Long story short Y'all can be mad at me for that But I just thought I'd throw that in there
0: That's crazy I mean, I understand But, damn I do understand I know you were back and forth also hey and your parents.
1: destiny's child shout out to y'all the whole squadron all y'all popping now but that's back to
0: inspo. that's like i was like where my squad at you
1: know britney spears though what yeah, was britney. what was your like first song that britney dropped that you remember like not word for word but word for word if you get what i'm saying like you remember the whole rhythm and it all was that
0: from the- Can't remember the name, but it was on the album. It was blue and pink. One of the songs, one of the other hits from that album was "I'm Not a Girl, Not Yet a Woman." But there was like this castly, like magical song. It was just so dreamy. Oh, oh Brittany was, was, giving was given a lot.
1: Britney was huge, and it's kind of crazy because like. Like, dudes low-key liked Britney on a low, like, you know, like, in, like, fifth grade. Like, dudes loved Britney. Britney yeah. was, like, four, maybe it wasn't fifth grade. It was probably it's earlier Britney than fifth Britch. grade. Like, people really rocked with Britney. And then, you know, Still unfortunate likely. events Britney. happened thereafter. Um, Anyways, So... Your earliest memories of music start with your dad being, you know, bringing artists in from Ethiopia and bringing other artists in and promoting music. And then the second upcoming memory is like MTV starts rolling into your career because y'all got cable. So you started being exposed to outside artists and like starting to tap in with music a little bit more. Is it in that same age range, you know, like six to ten, six to, yeah, six to ten that you're like falling in love with music, or is it just, like, anybody else in the world who's just, like, I like music because I enjoy it?
0: No, I definitely was, like, wow. You know, I was, like, I was dancing, I was doing music, I was around music, this felt like this is where I'm going to be, you know? And I would say in harmony, like, getting to see more of overseas through television made me also fall in love with New York without Mm -hmm. even being there, Mm -hmm. you know, or ever like I was a kid, which which we touched on in a past episode
1: where she was lit to go to New York y'all like she was lit, then she landed there and it was snowing and shit changed.
0: And then we stayed, you know, (laughs) I didn't get to go back and flex and say, I
1: I went to New New York, York. nah, she was just in the brick and she was like, hold up, y'all didn't tell me about this in the songs.
0: You know, my storyline changes
1: there. So. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so, like, are there any other, like, powerful or impactful memories around music or around your exposure to music um, from your time in Israel that you want to share or want to touch on? No, not that I can really think of. So, boom, like I mentioned, MTV, you pops, you start falling in love with music, you start really rocking with it. Y'all transition to the States. So talk about like how music and the exposure of music in New York City kind of affected the way maybe you think or dressed or like some of your habits were like, what, what was super powerful or impactful from like music at that time when you're like 10, 11 years old and you're like in New York City, learning English, like did it help with learning English? Absolutely,
0: like, absolutely. Specifically to that memory, Shakira had dropped whenever, whatever, whatever, mm-hmm. whenever, um and i remember just making up my own words Mm -hmm. and then maybe like a year and a half into being in new york and i actually understand english i was laughing at myself because i at that time i remembered what i thought it was (laughs) and then i discovered what it what actually was and that was like (laughs) yeah Yeah, I wish I remember uh, that. But anyway, so that that was a specific memory. But more so, like, I do remember a lot of music was still being played at the house. Like, any time we had people over, there's always music playing. Um, My parents did start playing some English music. So, whether it was kind of like radio stuff, like when Shaggy
1: (laughs) dropped. uh, or Legendary. (laughs) the Fugees. Legendary. Like, you
0: know, Lauren Hill. and so
1: Legendary.
0: Just like, you know, there was a bit of a mix and it was like more R&B, maybe like a little, like Bob Marley, Rasta. Um, and yeah, so that was kind of transitioning into it. And then, yeah, I remember, I was talking on Twitter about this recently, about like having a Walkman and having CDs and like going to the bus and being able to listen to music and, like, still listening to Britney. And, um, you know, Coldplay had dropped an album, and my cousin had told me about them, you know. And I'm still, like, fresh. So Mm -hmm. it was, like, things were hitting different, I guess. Um, Yeah.
1: I love it. I love it. And who do you remember being, like, boom, like, your, your... Headphones in in like seventh grade every day. I'm listening to this artist six, seventh, eighth. You know, you don't got to be specific I don't know about, about the time. That time, really. Maybe, <laughs> so, shit, Rihanna. I don't remember. Yeah. Rihanna was Probably popping Rihanna. back then. Rihanna been around for a minute.
0: Because that was years after she dropped Umbrella. And I remember my dad was like, Rihanna speaks Hebrew. She keeps on saying, Ella, Ella, Ella. <laughs>
1: Which, for the people, what does that mean?
0: Ela means like to her. So, I don't, it was silly, but.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Parents always got some slick shit to mm -hmm. say that's funny on the low. Mm
0: -hmm. So, years after that, she, you know, she had a lot of albums back to back. And, yeah, I can't say that I remember. What? Watch the Throne probably dropped sometime in that. In between those Respectfully,
1: years. this how, ladies and gentlemen, this is how you know that for some reason I associate boss with being like way older because, like, she's saying this and I'm like, dude, I'm pretty sure you were in like freaking eleventh grade at that time. <laughs> like that's what I'm thinking in my head. She's like, like later, Rihanna albums, or Watch the Throne. I'm like, shorty, wasn't you like a sophomore? What do you talk about sixth grade? <laughs> so I'm like, I automatically associate her with being older, even though these projects might have been coming out at that time. We ain't got no phone on I'm deck to double sure. check oh, yeah, but we can double check in the out. notes later um but it's just funny because i automatically associate i'm like nah bro. i'm pretty sure you was like no, 17 i
0: remember because i was still at that school i was still friends with those people i remember walking around and listening to watch the throne and i'm like a black kid around all these white people
1: and they we was all trying to sing that song
0: <laughs> like I didn't know anything. That was crazy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know that wasn't okay.
0: Essentially. Yep, yep. Anyways, yeah, music. Music was always around. And. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift, maybe, like, later, like, 17, 18,
1: 18, It's crazy the fan base Taylor Swift has. Because, personally, I've tried to listen to her projects before and just can't get into it. It was her but,
0: first album. Also, it was my surrounding. But,
1: um, but people, like, hit. really love her. Like, hitting. men, women. Yeah, well, that's crazy. So, we're going to transition right up out of that. <laughs> we're going to transition right up out of that. Um, what's your earliest memory of you? Engaging in like music oh. on a consistent basis, like whether oh. it's writing, and well, let me not say consistent, but on a like t- you know tampering or like trying to you know see if you like it type yeah. of time, like whether it's production, whether it was writing, whether it was yeah. singing I was in your shower, that that's what I was gonna do, so be a producer like, or like be in music being in a music and be an artist, be an artist, yeah. gotcha, singer, performer. Mm-hmm. You know?
0: So I think I was o- I was always involved in music somehow and dance. And so that was like, you know, back then you had to be a triple threat.
1: So <laughs> you ain't lying. Good times, So, so.
0: That, that was like the inspo, you know, mm-hmm. to be able to kill everything. And, um, you know, we always had a piano at home or a keyboard or both. And you good?
1: Yeah, turn your mic around.
0: Ah, here we go. And, you know, I was messing around, trying to learn stuff on YouTube, going to dance, being in choir, you know, any opportunity. But actually, uh, I think maybe two years after I moved to New York, I got an opportunity to perform at a Jewish center, and I, I performed Tikva for a performance that my dad was a part of. It was a play. He always part of, like, Loki, <laughs> <laughs> really dope <laughs> shit.
1: On the low, super silent. Yeah, so
0: it was amazing. He brought a lot of guests, which are like uh, priests, like Mm -hmm. uh, really respected people in the community, and they were brought in, and we sang for everyone, and there was a performance. It was beautiful. So that was like an early memory in New York um, as far as like singing, and in school was doing that. School was able to then later have like outside performances, like at Brooklyn College. And um, for some radio show, I don't know. Actually, the Brooklyn College performance was through a different organization, but still, it was dope to be able to like participate and get practice, essentially, to being in a stage, being part of a production. Um, so I think, I think I was always gravitating towards that.
1: Mm-hmm. And what well, what years? So to what years were you like participating in choir and what are like some lessons you feel like you learned as a musical artist from your experience there?
0: Um, I don't know how many years, but it was, I think as soon as it was possible, I think like eighth grade and then high school. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was like regular choir and then chamber choir. And the what's lessons, the difference? They're like two different. It's like varsity in junior varsity.
1: Oh, interesting. Okay.
0: Kind of, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so that was that was amazing because you really learned control and being able to hear other people and sing. Like you get you work with the people around you. And sometimes our choirs were, you know, like seventy people deep. That's a lot of voices.
1: Well um, this was through the school?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I do not even know y'all had 70 students at your school.
0: No, my school was pretty big. Nazi school don't count. <laughs> 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 my school was big <laughs> for a New York school, yeah. Uh, Midwestern schools are massive, so. No, but we, we had a, a really big choir, and the chamber choir was smaller, but it's really powerful. Like a choir, you really, you have movement, you have four different, you know, Bads and actives whatever um that was wrong also but (laughs) it taught me a lot of discipline and just how to like you know work with somebody in a different way because you have to pay attention
1: okay and so you participated in choir for a few years you start like leaning into music really enjoying it testing out your voice mm-hmm. working with others hearing other people's voices getting in routines of singing often so when you finish school and choir is no longer an option yeah. like what happened there for you and singing you and music did you immediately like okay I'm 18 I finished now it's time to go to the studio link up with friends was it immediate or was it like a few years later that you started engaging in music again like what did that look like finishing up choir and like entering the quote unquote real world what did music look like to you then
0: um so I tried to still do it like through that's how I did the Brooklyn College thing like there was a the Jewish Community Center was putting on kind of a show So I was able to do like things within the community. I partnered up with two other musicians in the community and we like did a song together. Um, I performed at like a friend's charity concert. So I was like trying to get somewhere left and right. I guess technically with those two guys that I did a song with, that was my first record. And that must have been before 2011, so probably 2010, 2009. Which is funny to think about. I would love to (laughs) hear that now. I don't know where I would find it. But um, I guess there was a gap. There was also like a bit of an internal battle of um, like doubt around me as far as saying like, this is not the path, but this is what I wanted to do. And so kind of fighting those voices was a struggle as well. Um, But when I was here, I was still very creative and it wasn't long after until everything I should have said, the beat came. So there was probably a few years where I wasn't aggressive and like trying to make it happen right there and then. But, um, But I was still in my creative realm.
1: And yeah. So you have your, your first record that you, you wish you could find. So ladies and gentlemen, if you're a good hunter out there, go find that shit. If you do find it and you send it to Boss before the end of 2020, 2020, 2020, 2020 to, to, 20, to, twenty 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 t twenty 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 to Ricky, ricky, ricky before the end of twenty twenty two, I give you forty dollars. Forty. Y'all could go buy yourself like a cupcake or something um so You 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 have that as your first record, and then you mentioned a few years later there's like kind of a, a pause in there where you're focused on other things, but then the beat for everything I said, everything I said comes around. And what year is that if you remember? Like how old are you? And then talk about like your first, you know, single since that first record with the two gentlemen. Like your first, like reentry into music and putting it out to the public.
0: I knew I wanted to do it. I was still like, you know, I take that back because I was around Jacoby and I was around Chris and I was around bands and I was singing with them. And I actually did attempt a few songs uh, at Chris's studio back then. And there was a few other engineers that I worked with. So I I I actually, I take that back. I am getting a memory of like, working with people, nothing really taking off the ground yet. And then everything I should have said came to fruition probably 2015 or 14, 14 or 15, when I did the exposure show. That was the only reason why I made that beat. And then I got the rights. So then I was like, okay, uh, I'm in business, you know. So it's uh, it can be a lot. It can be more discouraging when you have to rely on other people to keep the sa- the cart going, you know, because the music can be created, can be this, can be that, can be that, but until it's, like, shipped off, you ain't got shit, so that was, like, a lot of that's what was happening. I was getting, like, a few blocks further, fall off, a few blocks further, fall off, so that was the one thing that I was able to push all the way through, and Um, And I think we did speak about this last episode Or a few episodes ago About how um, The beat was created And then a year later when I was in Los Angeles Is when I actually wrote it and Recorded it And then shortly after Released it for the first time And then had re-released it in 2019
1: Okay Tell us the lyrics And what the lyrics mean And everything I should have (laughs) said Yo, y'all, I'm sorry. I promise I ain't got no slur, but apparently I do. Everything
0: so. I should have said, um, feelings come and go. Oh, well, there's the intro. The intro's in Hebrew.
1: Break um, that down, because cause I, I rock with the intro. That was really what made me like replay the song a few more times and then obviously got into it. Like I rock with the intro. So like from your best memory, or you might have perfect memory, I remember exactly what you said. Can, I'm Say less, say less. In the meantime, while she's pulling that up, ladies and gentlemen, make sure you leave a five-star review if you're enjoying this conversation. Share it with a friend because that is the only way this podcast can grow. And obviously our intention here is to grow, share some dope vibes with you guys, share some dope background stories about Boss and her her entries into these different fields of creativity and really establish a foundation for you guys to come back to as she grows in her career. So Please, share, leave a five-star review. That is the only way we can grow. And uh, back to regular scheduled programming, we're trying to figure out exactly what boss said at the beginning of everything I should have <laughs> Everything I should have said. Should have. Uh... Should have said.
0: Anyways, it starts like, there were many things that I should have told you, what I saw, how I felt. Um, you know, days passed, nights passed, and today I'm ready. And so it's, it's speaking about what has been held in and has not been spoken about. And then it goes right into feelings come and go like clouds in a windy sky. And I'm standing on the mountain and I'm swimming in this, well, I'm swimming on a mountain and I'm standing in the sea. Um, and then who we were is all a blur. You will unzip my dress and then express how you feel. Um.
1: What else? So let's pause there. Okay. Let's pause there and let's discuss what was the inspiration behind this song? Like, why did you write this? Like, where did you write this? I know you said in L.A., right? Is where you wrote the song. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, like, do you have any memories of, like, were you in a room, were you at a restaurant or a cafe? Did you, like, put it together at random studio sessions just, like, writing notes on your phone? Like, do you remember the the construction of the lyrics? And then do you remember, like, where you were at mentally and what inspired the song?
0: Yeah, um, partly. Some of the lyrics were. Some of the lyrics were lyrics I wrote to a song where I was gonna be featured on. And we recorded it, but nothing happened. So I had those lyrics. That's the, you're my dress and I express how you feel. Yeah, it was part of a different song. It was like one shot, one ball. It's crawling up my spine on the rocks of maybe why <laughs> No, I'm going to stop. The lyrics were fly, actually. Anyways, yeah. another artist that I worked with and nothing happened. Oh, I f- I'll be forgetting. Anyways, so th- that part came from that. But I, I just remember recording it in my bedroom. And the state that I was in, you know, I was new to L.A. I was in my apartment. I, I was just kind of like focused at that time and you know was like really on my own on new ground so i don't know i was also reflecting on a lot of things from both new york and kansas so um yeah
1: folks be living life you ever heard somebody say new york and kansas my experiences in new york and (laughs) kansas that's like my experiences in la jolla in El Home, Montana. Like, what, bro? Why was you in those places at the same time in your life? I was. But she was. She was there. Yeah. I love him. And so that's your first song that drops, and it was in.
0: That I put out for me. I guess I did, I did two features with somebody. Look at her memory coming back. Yeah. <laughs>
1: She no. got she got me sounding like I'm out here putting out false information. You didn't share it.
0: <laughs> no, I you know, some of those things I'm not proud of, to be honest. There's no real like but I did do two features for somebody, but they never came out either. So this, so is, the fir- this, this is, is the first This is the
1: first live song. <laughs> I think y'all understood what I was trying oh. to say, man. But look, so this is your first song that's put out to the public mm-hmm. officially. 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 Okay. And this came out at the same time you did the exposure project like a year after. A year after, but in relation to, that, is that isn't that what you said?
0: I recorded the beat mm-hmm. for the show. Ah. And a year
1: later. Wrote the.
0: Wrote music to the beat.
1: Boom. Okay. And so, if you guys have listened to the past episodes, you'll know what exposure is. If you haven't, double back, yo. Click back. Click the back I would button. Listen from the beginning. Absolutely. If you're listening right now, start at episode number one. It is necessary, imperative to understand.
0: I listened to number 3 the other day just to kind of get a refresh on uh you know where we were.
1: I like that. I like that. I haven't listened to a single full episode of my podcast mm-hmm. out of 110 episodes I haven't listened to a single full <laughs> one. Um so first project or first uh single yeah. that drops.
0: Yeah. Shout out to Tiana, not the not the, don't don't she put, <laughs> <I mean.
1: laughs> Shout out to Tiana. Go ahead.
0: Yeah. Um, she put my song on an online radio that she was part of. So that was nice. And, I, you know, it was fresh meat to LA and I was received really well. I felt um, we did a photo shoot and I created my own art cover. It was trash, but, you know, it was my early days. And, and yeah, here I am working a full time job and. <laughs>
1: go ahead fam what was you about to say go ahead i want to hear it i want to hear what you had to say go ahead
0: carlos can't stand it when i talk about working oh man
1: no go ahead (laughs) i want to see the direction you was going that's all
0: no because at first when i was there because i moved to los angeles for that job Mm -hmm. i wanted to make sure that i was Focusing on that first, yeah, yeah. So I withheld from any endeavors in the music realm because I said that I need to. I, I owe it to myself to give myself a fair shot mm-hmm. at what is bringing me here first right. before I start spreading my wings. Thanks. And you know, and then there was a transitional point. You start meeting people. You the things start happening, and so you feel inspired to do stuff. So to then like still be working a full-time job, then going for modeling, castings, and go-sees, and then thriving f- for music, you know, it was a lot um, of opportunity, and which also sometimes made it harder to discern what was more important right now, you know? And I don't know where I'm going with this, but. <laughs> no, <Nah, laughs> I love I'm talking it. about, you know, the time in, in California, and so, I did work with some other people to try to put music out and again
1: would We're running into the same problems with issue and it was getting a lot heart. of you musical artists that are listening to this right now definitely connect with what she's saying around that in terms of like so many started projects, so many started you songs with individuals.
0: You spend time. You spend you hours. hours,
1: you write you layers. Do all of this. You record.
0: And then what happens? Nothing. That's aggravating.
1: Of course. I know y'all artists be struggling with that. Believe me, I remember seeing that in LA way too much. And but, here but too. You Shit. don't
0: want to be discouraged either, you mm-hmm. know? And so, but also at the same time, in retrospect, I think that also you don't want to be too serious either, right? There's some people who are not serious enough in their craft. And also being too serious is not beneficial either. And I think that because I felt like I kept on having to like, punch for my wins, you know, and have to really fight for them, it made it, it made it feel like, you know, what am I even fighting for right now, you know, and then feeling very serious about the whole matter, um, and, you know, when I fast forward and transitioning to coming back to Kansas City, being in New York, and approaching music as fun as me time, you know, just vibing, learning how to make my own music, or, you know, It's hard because sometimes you really, you need to put yourself out there and collaborate with people and know that you might not get to walk away with a record, you know? But if it's somebody that you want to work with or you you feel comfortable creating with, then you create and you have a good time. But I think when you're in the mindset of like, I want to put a project out, you're hungry to deliver that. And at that point, I felt like I have no other choice but to learn had to make music so I could do something, you know, because those legalities do matter. Like music is all fun, but there's a business aspect to it. And you have to be aware of what you can or cannot do to make money off of this. So I took my time like studying the game in some ways and uh, which brings me to now, like being in this space where I get to vibe out and when I'm ready, I take it to the studio.
1: And speaking of that, last year Mm -hmm. you made song number two. Am I correct?
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) She was looking at me with a look. I I got confused. I was like, hold up. Did you not drop song number two? Um, So, everything I should (laughs) have said. Hey, y'all. I want y'all to say this at home. I know I ain't the only one tongue twisting this joint up. Everything I should have said. Say it three times fast.
0: Everything I should have said. Everything I should have said. Everything I should have said.
1: Anyways, let's talk about the production, the creation of Blue Faces. Okay,
0: so at this time, it was full on pandemic, winter, and basically my goal was to produce as much music as I can. And I was producing, 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 trying, 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 and then whatever I was rocking with, I would export and put them in a little Dropbox file for myself. And when I would go on walks, I would listen to some of the tracks and that's I I would start freestyling to the beats. And one day, um, things started coming together for Blue Faces. Then I felt like this was it. This was the song that I was going to carry on.
1: (laughs) You're like, this is the one I'm going to run with. Mm. Because, you know, I'm sure there's hundreds of voice memos, you know. Just voice myself, voice memo after voice memo after voice memo. Mm -hmm. And you're like, okay, I think this is the direction I'm trying to go. So you start running with it. You're like, I'm going to go with this one. Let me find, you know, a studio to pull up to and record. And so that takes us to there. Like you go to the studio, I assume.
0: Yeah, I go once I'm ready though. Mm-hmm. I recorded my demo at the house. Mm-hmm.
1: And um Just to let help people understand, you know, how you getting it out to sh- you know out the out the, out the bando. You do know what I'm saying. Where was you recording from? Are you like on your bed with this microphone right here, mm-hmm. like with a laptop or are you like No,
0: my friend my friend shout out. Uh, Jay, there's a, 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 a apogee. Apogee? Apogee? Either way, I was told to get that mic, so I got that mic, and I recorded down here, and sometimes in my room, but usually here.
1: So how you make that work with all this open space and echoes and all that?
0: In this area, there's no, like... Echoes? It's not about the echo. It's just having the volume down really... I mean I could get a little panel, but a little pop filter is fine, I think.
1: Long story short, she had a little stand with a recording thing down here right here in this space, you know, getting it how artists get it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah.
0: Or sometimes in my closet, you know, it's quiet in there.
1: I know y'all got some stories about y'all closets <laughs> and and recording. If if you at one point in your life recorded a song or a demo in your closet, I want you to comment below and share this with a friend. <laughs>
0: everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see it. Um, yeah, so I, I had the demo ready, and then I ended up reaching out to Bam, because he is a peer, you know. I think it's really important to work with your peers. And I took it to Bam, and we had a few sessions, laid it out, got it done, came out as as hype as I felt it to be. Right?
1: So from the completion of the recording process to the release date, how long was it? And what was like going through your mind during that time period?
0: Um, I I felt so good about the record that I wasn't just going to drop it. So it was probably uh, la, 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 like eight months, nine months until I dropped it because I was working on how far I was gonna take it, merch, music video, some, t- some sort of marketing. And I think what, two months or three months after I had the master, I was in contact with Jermaine to do choreography. Um, already had a concept for the cover art around that time too. It was like quarter one where like everything started coming together on the planning of what was going to be. So yeah, but I, I you have to go with what you feel sometimes, you know, and I was going to ride that momentum and do a, a full package for the single.
1: And by that, break down one more time. What all came with this single once you dropped it or leading up to it? So like, I know. But some of the people may not know, like yes. what. All, and you kind of like lightly <laughs> said said it already. But go ahead and dive a little bit deeper into, like the bundle. I guess you could say that came with this it single.
0: Was a bundle. Um, you know the the cover art was recreating um, the hundred dollar bill, and showing myself as the founding father, a beautiful black woman. And you know this is what future. Future history should look like, <laughs> and um, and bringing the bill to life. You know, designing the bill took a fucking long time, but I knew that it would be such an amazing key element. You know, I get to flex my own money at the video with photos. You know,
1: I got to see the 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 bill. You know, towards its ending process or in the beginning of the process mm-hmm. of her creating it you know when we was just friends now we best friends (laughs) and the song's out and you should go stream it back to what you were saying
0: um so that was a lot of fun like being able to further practice my creativity in different mediums and being able to design the bill with the skills that I have and adding that QR code element which is like the nail and it just
1: shout out coinbase (laughs)
0: And, um, and yeah, so the cover art is me, I have my own bills, choreographies being worked on, merch is being designed, um, creating custom props for the music video, everything was really thought about, um, you know, sitting down and planning the treatment, resources, people, um, it was a lot that would need to be put together, but I... Did it? <laughs> yeah. <I> w- <laughs> and
1: that song, you did.
0: So, so yeah.
1: I love it. I love it. And so essentially right now, ladies and gentlemen, if you would like to, you can request some boss bills and comment, DM, wherever you're watching this, let us know if you want some boss bills. Let her know, not us. I don't have no boss bills anymore. I already sold mine for a million. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah. Um But, uh, Then you can also go to your website, which is
0: onetboss.com. That's H-O-N-N-E-T-E-B-A-S.
1: Dot C-O-M. You dig what I'm saying? And press enter and you can purchase some of the products that came out with the Blue Faces single. And you can stream it. Um, You can find the links on her website. I've
0: been thinking about maybe dropping a few more pieces. Like, I think that there's
1: more fun things that can come hell yeah so y'all keep an eye out on the website which she just mentioned right there so just wanted to plug that real quick because you know (laughs) products could always be bought if you're trying to support you know what i'm saying (laughs) um so boom i love that can you maybe share what was your favorite moment about the creative process creation process um from you know Start to beginning of Blue Faces? Was it the choreography, like going to those dance classes or doing the dance choreography with Jermaine every week? Was it um, gathering everybody at the actual video shoot and like seeing everybody working together? Was it reaching out to people and seeing who it was going to like what was your favorite part? I'm sure all of it was your favorite part, but let's for, for the audience sake choose a favorite part um, from the whole process. And it can be anything the writing of it, the production of the people yeah um
0: probably like the week before cause it's like it's countdown time you know so there's just like so many moving parts and it's kind of chaotic chaotic and but this is like tactical you know there's no lala gagging <laughs> essentially mm-hmm. and there's something magical about that it's like a powerhouse everybody's preparing everybody's doing rehearsal Da da talking about makeup talking about wardrobe getting everything together packing everything up you know logistics so um it's chaotic but it's like art you know all those things come together and
1: yeah i love it she was really excited the week going up to it, she was like definitely stressed, but she was also excited. And then like once it was completed, she was all like cute and emotional and all <laughs> that. Yeah. Anyways. Um, I love it. So Blue Faces is out right now. Um, stream that everything I should have said is out now. You can stream that also, purchase products for that drop as well. Um got a collection there. More merch, more pillows, <laughs> more items and singles dropping as we move into the future. But let's talk about um, and wrap it up here, like, mm-hmm. about what's next musically. Like, what's on your mind musically moving forward?
0: Um, I want to give an EP.
1: And to you guys.
0: Yes, to you. And I'm working on it. I got to take care of some other things first. You know, I'm being honest. Like me. (laughs) (laughs) It is very much on my mind every day I think about it. And I'm looking forward to when that's out.
1: Me too. Can, Can I name the EP? You can. Shit, I'm shot. naming the baby you can then. Shoot your shot. <laughs> oh, uh, 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 you dig know what I'm saying? But with that Whoa. being said, ladies and gentlemen, you know what I'm saying. You feel like it's a good time to wrap yeah, up. Wrap. Sounds good. You know, at the end of the day, I'm just a host. She the boss. You know what I'm saying? I'm just yeah, a host. She the like boss. You know girl. what I'm saying? Working
0: on music. I'm
1: y'all Y'all gonna get it when y'all get it. Um but no man. I,
0: Ask me,
1: boss, when you drop music. Hell yeah! Throw some ideas her way. Shoot, you never know what'll spark her interest. Um, ladies and gentlemen, again, you know, as you can see, this is just a vibe because I'm like relaxed. You know what I'm saying? Chilling out. We got a, you know what I'm saying? We got a little space. We got the mics. We got the MacBook. We with we with the beautiful queen over here, the librarian, and we just talking about her life her experiences in the future, and we hope that you are enjoying these conversations. I know I am. So any last words for the folks out there? Be money.
0: Yeah, I love y'all. Thank you, everyone, who's already been streaming my music and watching my videos. Um, I have been supported from the beginning, and I'm very grateful for it. And thank you for helping me get this far. So
1: Hell yeah. Oh, I did want to say. Yeah. Shout out to everybody that worked on the video. You also mentioned Chris. Shout out to Chris. Go check out his new music video. Shout out to old boy Alex for the space for the Blue Faces I video. Know. And, uh, you know, that's just me saying that. She, she It's already a given. She doesn't thank them. I'm just saying as, as a, you know, I guess partner in this whole situation. I appreciate y'all. Thank you, guys. Clean Version Podcast. Five-star review on Apple Music. Share it. On all platforms, only way we can grow. This is your boy C-I-Z-Z-Y, you dig? salute
0: And this is Bob.